No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. And welcome to Right Now, the featured podcast of the New Right Network. With me today is, I'm pretty sure you're all familiar with him. That's uh, Matt Couch. He's an investigator, father, Christian family man, and overall patriot. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Uh, Matt, you know, uh, you always seem to be getting into something, but I guess before we get into that, we should say, by any chance, somebody's living under a rock in the magosphere here, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, uh, I got involved in politics in 2015. I was in sports talk, believe it or not, before that on ESPN radio and was on Sirius XM before that. Always was involved, you know, as a conservative in politics and, uh, you know, just really never honestly thought I would be in politics. But when Hillary Clinton was running and then Donald Trump decided to run, um, we just being in Arkansas, being where I'm from, uh, could not stay out of it, I guess, so to speak, and got involved and became active and then uh, got into the investigating uh, quite a bit. A lot of my buddies are private investigators and law enforcement, uh, former agents, and I'm kind of the mouthpiece of the group. I'm learning how to be an investigator, and, and uh, it, it's, it's a eye-opening world with some of the things we've uncovered. It really has been. I've, you've uh, uncovered some, uh, I mean, tremendous stories. Uh, you know, in the news right now, everything's about Epstein. I mean, I don't know. Is it one, do you think he's going to even live the trial? And do you think, what do you think we're going to find out about that now? Do you think he's going to spill the beans and what, what's going to happen? You, you know, I, I don't know uh, where we're, where we're going to be at. I mean, we're, as you guys know, we're involved in a, in a defamation lawsuit and that's, um, you know, where we're at with this thing is they're trying to basically silence us. They want to know two things. They want to know what we know in our investigations and they want to silence us. And they've made that very clear, even in, in writing that they want to silence us. And okay. I didn't uh, know. You, okay, I didn't know it was like that. I'm not trying to put you in a spot or no, 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 you're good, man. You're good. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where there's no reason to hide anything anymore. Um, you know, I kind of was at the take of, if I just kind of backed off a little bit then you know, then maybe they'll leave us alone. And, and that was apparent that that's not going to happen. Uh, you know, we're, we're being sued by the largest, uh, the largest Democrat law firm in the nation and boys. And so they're, they're not going to go away anytime soon. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're in a defamation suit. They're trying to silence this. It's, it's on the brother of Seth Rich. Uh, all the other lawsuits have been dismissed. So we're feeling good about things and, uh, we feel very strong about our case. Uh, you know, so does, uh, you know, Ebitowski and others. I mean, we feel very strong about our evidence and, uh, we want them to, uh, we want them to be truthful. Absolutely. Um, I know that there's definitely a lot there. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that you were being sued by the largest democratic law firm in the country. So honestly, uh, major <laughs> prayers go out to you, my friend. Um, other than that, um, what else is on the horizon? Thank, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll steer clear of that. I was actually, wasn't asking you a lot about was the Epstein thing, but I guess, uh, you know, you know, we're, yeah, no, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we, we've got a lot of things going on with Fast and Furious. You know, we're investigating that. Uh, one of the, uh, we, we just call him Brick on our team. We don't use a lot of names with some of these guys because of their, you know, the nature of what they do. Uh, mm -hmm. But we're literally 
um, investigating Fast and Furious. There's a lot of things going on. Las Vegas gun running. Uh, we're heavily involved in the Las Vegas shooting investigation. We've been out there with Laura Loomer several times. Uh, we'll be back out there soon as well. The one, this sad, sadly enough, it'll be two years since the shooting in October. Uh, we're still involved in that. There's so many unanswered things. Uh, Lori Clasadas is a case that we're working on some. The uh, intern of uh, Joe Scarborough, uh, who I would love to know more about that, and I don't. I'd like to know why that doesn't get more play. We're one of the few groups in the country that have the full autopsy and full medical examiner's report, as well as the full police report in that investigation. There might be a handful that have it. And it's, it's staggering in that case, you know, uh, Josh Flippo is our lead, lead investigator. And the interesting thing about that one is the medical examiner that signed off on the autopsy for Lori Quesadas is actually uh, serving federal prison time for storing body parts in storage buildings. You can't make this up. And, and he's literally, he's known for falsifying autopsies and medical reports. And that's the one who signed off on her autopsy stating the cause of death. And so there's a lot of question marks in that one as well. And uh, I know uh, that they always threaten to sue people when you start talking about that case as well. But, uh, you know, there's just so many things going on in this country. People's eyes are being uh, awoke thanks to, to Donald Trump as president. You know, there's a lot more swagger out there. If Hillary Clinton had been elected, I'd, hopefully I wouldn't be on the list, but who knows. Uh, a tenth of what we know now as a public, if, if Hillary Clinton would have won that election. I mean, I think that's just a fact over feelings moment. And, and, and there's just so much more out there, too, that, you know, that we're digging into. And, you know, we, we kind of we, we were the turning point, I believe, in the Kavanaugh investigation as a team. And, you know, Larry Beach on our team is the one who uh, no one wants to touch the Seth Rich investigation. I mean, no one. Everyone's been silenced but us. No, um, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get to the real truth about the Seth Rich investigation. I just uh, I think it's pretty obvious what happened, but I don't know why we just can't seem to, you know, just get it out there. Well, we, we, we've got some information, you know, and I've said this publicly and I'll say it again. You know, we know that, uh, you know, Julian Assange has told a source of ours, uh, you know, uh, you know, some information uh, regarding that involving eBay and PayPal bank accounts and things of that nature. And so we'll be subpoenaing those and and uh, and hopefully, to, you know, doing depositions on those as well. Uh, you know, I know that they've already subpoenaed the uh, the records for uh, Seth Rich. We'll also be doing it for the brother as well. But uh, Assange told one of our informants that, you know, uh, he basically, I'll just tell you the story, uh, told her, he said, hey, just a quick question. Uh, you know, could I, if I wanted to have something, you know, sent to the Ecuadorian embassy, could I buy it on eBay and have it shipped here? And they said, well, yeah, sure you could. And he reiterated the point. He said, well, I'm not saying that's how it happened, but if I wanted to buy something off eBay, I could have it shipped here, right? And he had a big smile on his face. And so we were, we were given that information that came directly from a, someone who'd met with Assange in the embassy and uh, about eBay and PayPal records in this case. And, uh, you know, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you put a, you put a Yankee candle on there for $50,000 and somebody buys it and ships a zip drive. So, I mean, it's, it's highly plausible. It's something we're digging into and it's going to come out in court. That, uh, that does sound very plausible, actually. What do you think is going to happen with Assange? Do you think, what about this dead man switch? Do you know anything about that? I mean, is it ever going to go off? I mean, it sounds like now would be the time. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I know he's in the uh, British version of Guantanamo. I mean, it's it's the roughest prison in the United Kingdom. I've got several guys on my team, you know, militarily that have you know that have served this country and that know about these sort of things. And it's it's not a place you want to be. I mean, I'm I would be shocked if he's even eating food. I mean, I know he didn't. He had a food taster in the Ecuadorian embassy. Um, it's interesting. You would think if they've got things they want to drop now, like you said, now would be the time. Um, but I also know they don't roll over on sources. They haven't done that in 13 years. So I don't, you know, we can't even get them to, uh, 
you know, be 100% forthcoming, you know, in, in the Seth Rich situation because they don't want to, if they have other sources out there, their reasoning is they don't want to roll over. If they roll over on one, people will think they'll roll over on all. So uh, it's interesting, but I got to agree with you. It's, if it's time now for people to, the time for silence is over. I think that's the best way to say it. A hundred percent. You know, but I agree with something else you said earlier, you being so heavy into all these investigations. Uh, you know, there's people, there just seems like a lot of things that, you know, people just kind of, I don't know, loose ends. Like, Whatever happened to that Guccifer guy, you know, that was going and you know, was in prison in uh, Eastern Europe? I mean, that seemed to be a huge story. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, it's just absolutely nothing. Where's that at? Well, most of that has been debunked. It, it was, we definitely know that it was, it was fraudulent information. Uh, there's guys out there like Adam Carter, uh, you know, and others, uh, Bill Benny. There's a lot of people out there that have, that have totally debunked the whole Guccifer thing. And so, you know, it's interesting how this Guccifer thing appeared right after certain, you know, uh, you know, things were leaked. Um, but I mean, I think when this, this case is all said and done, you're going to see us as well as others uh, debunk the entire Guccifer narrative uh, along with the Russian collusion narrative. I mean, you, you look at the case that was thrown out yesterday by the federal judge uh, in the, uh, in the suit against WikiLeaks and, and Donald Trump. And, you know, the judge based no proof here that, you know, that they had anything to do with Russia, that they got any information from Russia, that they leaked anything that they got from Russia. And so, you know, it's just continuing to, the narrative continues to turn everywhere you look. You look at, you know, uh, Mueller, for example, the special counsel, uh, Roger Stone in his case, um, you know, his attorneys got them to admit they've never even seen the DNC servers, which, you know, we've been saying that for two and a half years. The company they hired was CrowdStrike. They didn't let the FBI view the servers. CrowdStrike is run by Dmitry Alperovich, as well as Sean Henry, two FBI higher-ups who were promoted and hired by, guess who, Bob Mueller. Uh, I mean, you, you look at this thing, the fix was in from the get-go. And, uh, and people don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to face the facts, especially those on the left. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not really buying the whole thing about when you see Mueller last week, you know, this uh, confused old man, I think that he had a major, <laughs> major hand in it. I, I think he put on the, he might deserve a Tony award, right? I, I think he played dumb. I think, I think definitely uh, Andrew Wiseman, I think he was running point on the whole thing. Uh, you look at 19 Clinton, uh, you know, literally 19 Clinton lawyers on this thing. And, uh, you know, information came out today, you know, on Comey that, you know, found out just today, you know, it's been going on for years, found out that Comey's house was raided by the FBI and they got, you know, memos that were classified that he had out. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a crap show, folks. I mean, it's just, at some point, you just hope that somebody on the left will eventually wake up. You know, I mean, I know they're not going to, I mean, we all wouldn't be fighting the fight we are if they would, but at some point you just have to look at the facts and, and for whatever reason, you know, Ryan, they're not willing to do that. Well, I think that they don't want to look at the facts because I believe that it's going to boomerang back and it's going to hit them very, very hard. And I think good for us. I think it's going to hit them very, very hard right before the election in 2020. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I think there's a lot of things, you know, they, they want to silence this thing uh, on the Russian narrative. If you notice, think about the Democrat debates. They're on their second debate, I believe now, and, you know, three different nights. The fourth night will be tonight. And not once have you heard anything about Russia brought up in that entire situation. Not, not once. And so if they're so hell-bent on Russia being the ones that are, you know, If they had the goods, they'd be talking about it, right. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So now even the new candidates moving forward, they know it's not good to talk about Russia. They know Americans aren't buying it. Uh, 49% of Americans polled said they wouldn't even change their opinion of President Trump uh, if, if Mueller had changed his opinion. So it's, it's just a nonsensical thing. And they just, you know, if it's not Russia, now they're onto racism. 
Well, I'm really surprised that, uh, you know, you're being hit so hard with this. Uh, I'm not really surprised Epstein, you know, he's a very wealthy <laughs> guy and all this, but, uh, you know, that whole deal they're into between, you know, the Clintons, Alita Express, and uh, I think there's even a connection with Wexner and Ohio and all this, and I just don't, you know, I don't know where it all ends or where it begins, but whatever they were doing is certainly not on the up and up, and I don't want to make accusations to get myself into any kind of legal issue, but uh, it definitely doesn't seem like this is going to go away. That thing would happen with Epstein. I would love to know what happened in the jail cell. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot of Democrats potentially get in some legal trouble. It definitely looks that way. Is there anything you can say without getting you in hot water? Yeah. I mean, I can tell you what I know from one of our sources and I put it out, you know, on social media, the, from, you know, there's varying stories going on, but I've got, you know, one of my guys, a couple of them, you know, were in my PD and retired and things like that. So uh, the story with Epstein is that there was a, there was a cop that was put away uh, for killing four different people. He was doing things with, uh, you know, with, with drug cartels and, and crime families. And now there's some people that say that he found Epstein and then there's others. Not that's, Andy Griffith then, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. And then there's, and then there's other people that, uh, that, that say that he, you know, that my sources say basically that he's the one that they have, that they have claimed has done this and was trying to kill him. Now, you know, you got to think about it, working for crime families, working for cartels, he's incarcerated. I mean, it's, it's just a bad situation. And the fact that he wasn't in solitary confinement from the beginning is just absolutely ludicrous. Uh, it's, it's crazy. He is now he's in solitary confinement. Now he's got cameras in the room and the cell. So he's protected now, but you know, it's bad when even his attorney says that he's, you know, at risk of being killed. Well, I mean, he's up against some of those powerful people and certainly politically in the United States, if not beyond, I mean, no one's going to tell me that the Clintons, I mean, if they're out of office or not, don't have the reach to get him inside or other nefarious characters and who knows who they could be. Right. I mean, Bill Clinton didn't put out a statement within 24 hours of Epstein's arrest for the hell of it. I mean, there's just no, you know, Bill Clinton didn't have to do that. I mean, he's, he's old. He's, he's a former president. He's un, unfortunately well-respected by most of those on the left. They look past everything that he, that he did uh, and that his family has done. But you know, there's reasons why these people are putting out statements about their reputation and, and, and their dealings with Epstein. And I love the fact that Clinton said, I don't know, I didn't know what he did. You know, dude, you wrote on his plane at a minimum 26 times. It's in the flight logs. You ditch secret service details. There's pictures of you in the, in the damn swimming pool with him. Right. They're not down there lighting candles for all the lost children of the world. I promise you that. No, no. I mean, you're not on this private island, you know, that's known for what it's known for uh, on multiple occasions. I mean, I think there's even a picture of Epstein at the White House with Clinton now that's that's surfaced. So it's just, it's absurd that they're, that they're even trying to act like they don't understand what was happening in this situation. Well, um, what do you think that, uh, again, I don't know what all you're into the lawsuit, but uh, Dershowitz looks like he's in hot water when he came out and said that, uh, yeah, I got a massage. I just didn't take my underwear off. That seems weird. <laughs> and then he's defending the fact that he's like 80 years old, not give or take a few years. But he said publicly on Twitter that he believes that sex with like down to, I believe, 14 or 15-year-olds is just dandy with him. Now, if that doesn't sound at least creepy, it's, then I don't know what to say. Well, and then he see, and he's in a, in a back-and-forth lawsuit with, uh, you know, with uh, David Boyce, you know, the, probably the most yeah. powerful Democrat lawyer out there. And so you know, they're suing each other over this Epstein thing. I mean, it's just it's, – it's crazy. I mean, this is. I think that he's got so much dirt on all these people. This is my personal belief, just from the outside. I, I'm not a lawyer, but it <laughs> seems that it just seems that they're all going to go down because they're all. It's all the rats trying to scurry. That's what it is. 
Right, right. It's like roaches with the lights coming on, literally. That's what you're seeing you right now in American politics. And, 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 you know, you look at the Kevin Spacey thing. I mean, miraculously how that was thrown out. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, speaking of crazy investigations, what about going on in uh, Chicago? It looks like we're going to retry the Smollett case. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm very, you know, we were one of the first groups that were involved in that. One of my guys is actually in Chicago. And so we're, we kind of have some eyes and ears on the ground there. And, and I remember when this whole thing went down within two hours before the report, when, when the report came out within two hours, uh, you know, my guys were telling me, Hey man, this stinks, this stinks. You know, our, our people at the PD are saying this is not how it seems. And we reported it that way. And we took a lot of hell for it from a, a lot of different media groups, including some conservative groups. And, uh, you know, now we were, we were right, but it, it was one of those gambles we took, you know, especially when you're talking about a hate crime, but I trust my guys, especially those that are on the ground and have, have sources in PD and things like that. But that whole situation is really, really bad. Uh, the prosecutor, Kim Fox is going to probably uh, be in a lot of hot water. Probably there could be prison time there, possible bribery. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's, it's going to be bad. And I just kind of wanted to chit chat with you. Cause I mean, I've been trying to chase you around for a long time because uh, you, you, you know where a lot of uh, where a lot of the bodies are buried. It looks like you know, and so I just think that it's good for people to hear from you because you have such a well a wide breadth and depth of information. I just think it does. I don't know. I think it does very good. I'd like I'd like to know what's on the horizon, but it looks like uh, in light of recent events and the Democrats' activities against you, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to take us much further than what's already publicly been said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, we've we've got some you know, some things that are going to come out. I mean, what, what we want to do is, you know, we, there's so much evidence that's been compressed and, you know, the body cams, uh, the phone records, the bank accounts, there's just a ton of information, a plethora of it that's not out there. That's never been put out. That we they still can don't know what was on the laptop that the NYPD didn't want to get the FBI. That was uh, Anthony Weiner's. Right. Right. And, and that's the thing, you know, you just, there's just so much information that's being suppressed. Uh, in the Seth Rich case, you look at the body cams, for example, uh, you know, they won't release the body cams. They claim that they are, they're either not relevant or they can't find them. But yet you've got the body cams in Las Vegas. You've got the body cams in Parkland. I mean, it's just they're doing everything they can to stonewall this investigation and just hope that it goes away. Now, I know I know we've been jumping around a lot, but uh, you keep mentioning, you know, Las Vegas, Las Vegas shooting. That obviously that you're right. That never came out. I mean, that seemed to be a organized drug running. I don't know, scheme or something gone wrong. I don't know what it was. I don't know. What happened there, you think? Well, I mean, as far as Vegas goes, I mean, the, you know, the, the story and the narrative is not uh, what it seems. You know, uh, Laura Loomer's put out a lot of great information in that, and, you know, our team has been has dug in as well. Uh, you know, there's a, there's we believe there's other people involved. We put out a few reports on that. So is Laura. Um, a lot of witnesses do not believe. I'll just put you this way. If you've been on the ground in Vegas, 99 out of 100 people that live in Las Vegas do not believe the narrative being told to them by the Las Vegas, you know, Metropolitan Police Department or the FBI. They don't believe it. Uh, no one believes that a 64-year-old man carried up almost 50 rifles and 10,000 pounds of ammunition. You can even watch John Rambo, you know? No, no. And you can even watch the video. The, one of the, to me, one of the key videos is the luggage cart. If you've ever been to a range, if you ever, you know, shot a weapon, you understand how much brass weighs understand how much ammunition weighs so these suitcases were supposedly filled with you know ammunition and guns and this little bellhop is literally spinning the the cart with his finger with all these suitcases on it 
Well, if those are full of ammunition, he's not spinning that car. If you've ever filled a luggage cart, you're not spinning it with an index finger if it's heavy, especially with, you know, thousands Absolutely of, not. of ammunition. Right. That's one of the videos the MGM released. That's, you know, that's one that's just, you know, one of the few interesting tidbits, but it's just, um, you know, and we have people that we've talked to, you know, uh, we don't want to release some of this just because of the fact that, you know, some of these people are veteran employees of the MGM that could cost them their jobs. But you know, we've got one bartender that has been there over 10 or 12 years that, uh, you know, that we've talked to. And she told us that, uh, you know, when the mainstream media was putting out that it was a lone wolf, you know, the SWAT teams, there's they have their elite SWAT team is called Zebra Squad out in Las Vegas. And they were still clearing, you know, the building. They have a cafeteria at the Mandalay Bay where they put everybody in when the shooting happened. And the SWAT team was literally coming through in full gear, clear, you know, with pe asking people to put their hands up as they were clearing the cafeteria. And so why, are, if, why is the mainstream media reporting that Stephen Paddock's a lone wolf while their SWAT team, they're still clearing buildings? It just doesn't make, the, the narrative does not up, make sense. Up, not even a little bit, yeah. There's huh. too much overwhelming evidence. No, no, I mean, there, there's just so much evidence. I mean, they, you look at Paddock's body was cremated within three days. Uh, you look at the fact that he was, was a multimillionaire. Nobody knows what the hell he did. They claim he was a video poker expert. Uh, he wired hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Philippines to Mary Lou Danley. Now there's rumor that she was an FBI informant. Uh, her ex-husband, believe it or not, lives here in uh, lives here in in Northwest Arkansas. And you know our local media here went out to try to talk to him. He's Iranian. I know that will shock you. And they would not. The, the two daughters met the press at his house and would not allow them to speak to him and, and literally had a handwritten statement and they read it and they went back inside. I mean, this is, I, not, I just want people. Right. And I'm sure you do None of That's absolutely nuts. Nothing about that sounds right. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about that makes sense. Agree. No, not, not even a little bit. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, Matt, um, Let's go ahead and uh, just go ahead and call it there today. I would like to have you back on as much as possible. Like I said, I know that you know, we, uh, we're the little engine that could, and you guys are doing great, and we always like to keep up with what you guys are doing. Uh, if anybody's out there and, you know, they're like, hey, you know, maybe that's the first time I've seen this guy, where can they find you out there? On social media, website, where, where they yeah, support you? Can, sure, sure. You, you can find all of our information on our website at thedcpatriot.com. It's just T-H-E-D-C-Patriot.com. And then I'm on Twitter at Real Matt Couch. That's the best way to uh, – to find myself and my team. Absolutely. I can't say enough. Uh, definitely check out his website. Uh, great guy, great team, great information. Um, as always, you can find us at www.newrightnetwork.com and on all social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at New Right Network, one word, newrightnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us, and thank you very much. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>